0: The deal is this. <laughs> tell you, when I was a kid that read Drop around and most acknowledge... I tell you, when I was a kid that read Drop around and most acknowledge... Real, 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 real. pissed. I'm pissed. Real, 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 real. They I'm pissed. <laughs> Time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm jeremy greer And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, uh, where Gary and I are g- discussing every issue of Grant Morrison's new X Men run. We have finished up the first major chunk of the series. So uh, we have dealt with the entity known as Cassandra Nova, revealed to be Xavier's yeah. sister that he attempted to murder in the womb. Basically, a bodiless, emotionless, emotion energy they have now trapped into a space goo and are teaching how to be cool. And from here, we're going to go into just something completely different. <laughs> like yeah. A little one-off a, issue.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a couple. We've got some kind of space filler issues until we get back into the, the plot, mm-hmm. which is something comics used to do. It feels like now they don't. I don't know if that's actually true, but this feels very of its time to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, with New X-Men 127, um, written by Grant Morrison, another new artist. Uh, this is an artist with the last name Leon. I know another first name. At John first, Paul. I got very John Paul Leon. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I got very excited because I thought it was uh, Bill Sinkiewicz uh, doing the art. I think he just does the inking or coloring. Yes. In this, mm-hmm. um, and the cover is by Frank quietly, which is great. Zorn levitating and considering a, a fast food cheeseburger. Yes. Uh, which is awesome. Very good. Um, and this is a Zorn, uh, issue. This yeah. is a, uh, Zorn highlight short story, uh, that's very affecting and sad and like pretty good.
0: Yeah. I like it a lot. So, and I think it's, um, at this point, uh, like we, we don't have the reveal on who Zorn is. Um, mm-hmm. but we, like, for reading this through the first time and without knowing that, I was insanely curious who Zorn was. Like, I just had to know more, because it just felt like I'd, he was introduced, and he's got this incredible ability, this star in his head, and he can heal, and you just don't know what that means on a day-to-day basis. Like, obviously, he was extremely instrumental in saving the planet from Kinsandra Nova, but now going into, like, a a day-in-the-life or, you know, a Zorn-on-the-street kind of situation was really fun. Sure.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: zorn in the street Zorn in the sheets.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah. And this is all taking place of a, this is an epistolary. This is a letter. Uh, which ends up being important to the twist uh, here. Um, so this issue. is a, a, called of living and dying. Um, starts off with the X-Men dealing with some riots in mutant town. Um, at the same time that Graham Morrison took over the X-Men run, there were kind of a, a line wide push for things. Um, which included a pretty good um, series called Mutant X, which was Bishop being the sheriff of Mutant Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first arc of which is really good. Um, this is some bad riots going down in uh, Mutant Town, like anti-mutant riots.
0: I recently read ex- that first arc of Mutant X um, mm-hmm. because I was just interested in some Bishop stuff. Um, and it's it holds up really, really well. We should probably do it at some point. It's really good.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. I haven't read it since it came out. Um, and the, the second arc is not great, but the first one is good. Yeah. So I remember that. I, I think I it'd be a good like really good.
0: week or two of that. So <clears throat>
1: yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so we kind of see, and the, the reason why the humans are all riled up is because there's a monster, mm-hmm. like basically like why, you know, why would we, uh, we can't calm down. There's a monster here. She's like, there's not a monster. And it's like, well, you gotta tell that to my dog, you know, and they holds up a leg of their dog. Like something has escaped and eaten part of this dog. Yes. Uh,
0: and the crowd quickly turns on the X-Men, who are trying to calm it down, and starts throwing uh, debris and trash and rocks at them, which, of course, Gene protects them with a the little psychic buttable. And, um, you know, Zorn asks the obvious question of, like, we only want them to stop hurting one another. Why are they so angry?
1: Yep. Uh, which is something you could also put in the mouth of the uh, the real Zorn. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut over to later, where Zorn is talking to uh, Xavier, who's doing some mechanics work. Sure. Uh, with a wrench, like mechanic Xavier, first appearance.
0: Love it um xavier with the pipe wrench in the danger danger room let's make a clue version of the x-men
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah and uh, i bet you there's an x-men clue out there i bet you it's insufferably dumb <laughs> i i own the
0: supernatural clue and it is supernatural it was it is extremely dumb so i can only imagine yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the x-men um, clue is yeah uh, um
1: and this is basically just giving zorn and xavier some some time you know uh, Xavier says like, you know, I don't know you very much, but like, you know, you've, you've saved a lot of people. My students speak very well of you, you know, and, and Jordan is basically saying like, why are humans like this? And Xavier has his theory is basically like, well, one of the ways that they survived for so long was they gathered in groups and having a group means you have an in group and an out group. So they're this kind of tribalism that they have is a way of facing the chaos and surviving. Um, but it's our duty to kind of, you know, now that everyone's under one big roof, like it, it the effect is magnified. It's our duty to kind of build these bridges.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he envisions the X-Men to actually be doing. Um yeah. and like I I like this conversation. Like this feels like a very philosophical conversation between two guys who are have um, had
1: philosophical conversations.
0: Have had philosophical conversations, mm-hmm. but are also older, like right. Like they are yeah. they they've experienced in the ways of the world in one way or the other, even though Zorn's experience is relatively limited, like he should still know quite a bit and yeah, just like this. This, you know, no one should suffer in chains. And you know, as they are actually like fixing something, fixing Cerebro, which I think is just really, really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Zorn says, "Hey, can you use Cerebro to find this monster?" He's like, "I can do that after I fix this, uh, fix the the machine." Until then, go look for the monster and go like beat the feet. Go and 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 uh, you know do some footwork. Yeah. Talk go to t- people in the city.
0: Go talk to people. Um, yeah. And then he, uh, <clears throat> so I think Zorn says something like, Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, sometimes I miss the certainty of my iron cell. Like it was easier to be a, it was easier to be a prisoner and not have to worry about anything than it is to, uh, actually, you know, be a person and go out there into the world and try to fix things, which is what I'm good at. And he says, can you look into my mind and, and see the turmoil? And he says, and Xavier responds, I see orchards in China, a star fly, falling across the sky at a radiant uh, star of pure thought. so,
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he cannot mm-hmm. read into his mind. Yes. Um, so we cut over to uh, this epistolary, Zorn writing this letter, um, where it's him doing this narration of spending time uh, in the city, getting to know people, talking about his history in China, um, talking about you know, a man who lives in Chinatown, you know, who is there. Um, you know, basically, philosophically, kind of pontificating. You know, yes. I think of myself as a man of peace as somebody throws a pop can at his head. Yeah. You know? Uh, and we cut over to Mutant Town. You know, just like what's happening, and it, it looks awesome. Uh, yes. You know, it's it's the Alphabet District, and two cops are talking about that. Basically, like you know, we have the gays in one part of the town. You know, we have poets in another part. You know, anarchists here, and now the mutants are here in Alphabet City.
0: I love the. New York x-factor building in the background which is very cool um, yeah that's a great little touch mutants just like flying around like one sauron looking motherfucker the human a human torch clone just like standing there being a human torch like not yeah a, yeah. I'm just, a, a mutant yeah. sleeping on top of a car for some reason like what the fuck is going on in town
1: <laughs> His power is to to sleep anywhere
0: so uh, and this and this is where that line you mentioned in the last episode comes in if there is no word for monster in any mutant dictionary um yeah which, which is interesting because like mutant language isn't a thing that i don't think that the series has explored they they get into a little bit they get into a lot of that with the uh houses of 10 powers of 10 thing um Mm. and it's like the idea that there's a mutant dictionary and words don't exist in it i think it's really uh evocative
1: yeah and the cops are trying to explain to each other and that's kind of a through line of this run is like humans trying to understand this stuff and not being very good at it um which i kind of like the one cop's like what are they talking about is do you know what he's talking about like, yeah pretty much he's saying that mutant town is the wrong place to look for the freak it's a zen thing (laughs) Uh, you know, just kind of thinking they get it. Um, it's a
0: Zin thing, Eugene is a really great line. That's yeah, Eugene. <laughs> that's great.
1: Um so uh he's uh Zorn is going up to kind of investigate and finds the monster. Um he finds this woman sitting with this like gigantic, like really great looking like I love the way this, this mutant looks. Yes. Kind of like rhino man, um, lying on a couch very sad, uh, you know, sponging forehead off and it's like this is actually my son like he only got it once a long time ago he's that dog but he's you know i can't remember how old he is he's like he's 12 yeah you know it's just like immediately whenever somebody is just very young and like has to go through this kind of shit it is a real laser guided missile to my heart
0: absolutely you know yeah.
1: like that kind of thing makes me sad and it's this, just like yeah he's 12 the design
0: you know? on the on this monster too like it gives me major hellboy vibes which i'm never, never oh, gonna complain yeah. about like it just looks like one of those like kind of big like almost rock-like organic creatures somehow um very cool stuff very cool stuff and yeah like this is instantly sad because he's just laying there on the couch while his mom takes care of him and like the mom is is so distressed (laughs) she literally asks his like are you death are you here to come take us like this would be like i'm i'm a human why isn't he a human like she is just completely distressed at having to deal with the situation as moms with like kids are like this are
1: yeah. And there's some guilt too. So the reason why he got out and kind of blew their cover was because she had to go out and get medicine. It's the only time she left him and he, he got out at this point. Um, you know, really, really sad. And, and, you know, Zorn's like, no, he's not a mutant. He, or he's not a monster. He's a mutant. Like he's not going to be alone. And she's like, no, he'll be a monster. And I took half these pills and gave half to, to him. Like it's nothing you know it's not hateful. I just can't have him hanging from a traffic light and people celebrating his death like I can't see that yeah you know the, it's very it's very humane
0: I don't want to see people cheer while government robots trample him into mush is a is a powerful line, and like you don't really think about like the x men has not explored you know the the parents they have it to some degree i guess with uh Iceman and and uh kitty pride and things but like the, the the parents like this is a this is a family splitting thing like right like this it's mm-hmm. especially in this in the time of this this is happening like being a mutant kid is it's a it's putting a flag on your door to invite all kinds of hatred and that could be extraordinarily stressful especially for a, a parent who probably doesn't even really give a fuck about mutants at this point until they had one. Right. Like that's, that's yeah. always, that's always a hard thing to deal with. And yeah, this is just so heartbreaking to see that she tried to kill herself and her son together.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's very sad. Um, Zorn is saying like, Hey, you know, those those pills you swallowed are damaging you. Like there's nothing wrong with your son stay here and I'll get help. And, uh, she dies at this point, or passes out and this wakes up the sun. Mm. hmm uh, am- Zorn's like, "Yeah, I can help you know, you're just not completely grown yet, but he's starting to lose
0: yeah, and he immediately blasts uh Zorn out of the wall um and into the street below where he crashes onto a uh, to the police car and like of course, the cops see this and are st- immediately start arming up, and then uh sonny this en- enormous monster starts piling through cops left and right. And I love this panel of like Zorn getting up out of the fire and saying, not yet grown in 10 days, he would have become something new and wonderful. Yeah. Something that nobody has seen before, something rare something unique, but all he's doing is plowing through, looking for medicine for his mom because he's a 12 year old kid and he doesn't know any better.
1: Yep. And his mom is dying from suicide, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, trying to, uh, to do both. Um, and he's, you know, Zorn is still monologuing, you know, this, you know, in in just a couple days, you'd become something totally new, something we'd never seen before, something unique and rare. Um, As this uh, monster child is uh, rampaging, just saying, like, medicine, you know, help mom. Um, Knocks Zorn out of the way. The cops start firing, and Zorn is trying to get them to stop. But they won't, uh, because they're scared. And then a guy with a flamethrower comes up and immolates him.
0: Although, boy, like, if there was anybody around that was pretending to be Zorn that could maybe stop some bullets before it hit somebody.
1: (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Because this, again, the fact that this is a letter. Yeah. You know, uh is uh, this is uh, unreliable.
0: But uh, the, But it's
1: very sad. Still a good story.
0: Extremely so. Yeah. And uh the the flame flower guy lights it up. Um I didn't realize up until this point that he was actually carrying his dead mother. Um, yeah. Which is which is just once again heartbreaking. What are you a
1: <laughs> dark souls boss? Like <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> get out of here, blasphemous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trey anguinistas get the fuck yeah. out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah. like, um so uh, he collapses, uh, dying, and Zorn is just say, repeating himself, like in ten days it would have been all right, he would have awakened to, to his potential, and one of the cops like, fuck that, you know. And the thing about that, like the cops being here, is so shitty. Is this is the frustrating thing we talk about? How this uh, the struggle is portrayed in this book is like he was just going around killing people. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that like his, you know, I'm not on the side of them, but he probably was very dangerous and needed to be stopped. Sure, you know.
0: And this is just another example of, you know, why police are broken as a, as a rule, right? This is a complete, you know, because I've seen, you know, a bunch of articles written about trying to replace police with like local emergency responders and like actual people who have been trained in therapy and, and how to talk somebody down as opposed to somebody with a gun. And like, this definitely seems one of those times, although, hey you know at the same time there's a huge monster running around destroying shops like you're going to try to shoot that if especially if you presumably live in new york where spider-man is <laughs> and you've seen this kind of stuff before yeah um yeah.
1: it's really it's really hard to say who was right and who was wrong during this yeah and that's and it's i think that's just what sad. makes it a good
0: story is it it's the, yes. there was there was none of that right like there is there's no villain or hero in in, in any of this um and like this full this full page spread that we see like people hauling away Sonny's body and also Zorn healing people that have been wounded and the the EMTs out. Like it's, it is a joint effort that that's humans and mutants working together at the same time. And it's a shame that it took like that to happen.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of humanity to it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And we cut over to him wrapping up his letter, you know, again, just kind of uh, pontificating like philosophically pontificating, you know? um, And, and this letter to Xavier, um, basically saying, you know, you tried to look at my thoughts, um, you couldn't. So I tried to capture my my thoughts in the in these words, you know. Um, the, but these lines and curves are not actually like the feelings, you know, that I'm having. Like this doesn't actually capture the enormity of what I'm feeling about this.
0: And him and the the old man that he um, spoke to earlier, um, who you know had a, they had a shared history together, they were from the same area. Um, mm-hmm. They basically start talking and the old man says, like, do you remember this guy? And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember him. And I used to go there and pick up. Um, I used to go visit my aunt who would in, in that town. I don't know i from there. And I love this like final line of and while the rain falls, we talk of living and dying below the lake of heaven. Um, yeah. And just like talking about the art for a minute. It's like it's obviously raining. Everything has these like real dark tones, except for Zorn's eyes, which are very, very bright blue. Like everything is just really, really moody. Yeah. Right. Yeah
1: it's it's beautiful it's very appropriate for like a, a single issue short story mm-hmm. breather um but next issue we're back to igor cordy baby oh joy so just just don't get comfortable folks uh, but this <laughs> issue is really really good uh yeah. this is just very touching i love done one issues like this and it, it's rare they're rarer and rarer it feels like
0: it's um so, it's it's not very good trade paperback fodder which i think is probably like um i, f- I feel like comics have started to be written for trades and not necessarily single issues um at some point which is fine like i, I read trades most of the time like i don't i don't I, I don't really like reading stuff month to month because i don't have the patience for it so i yeah I'm the bad comics fan, everybody, but um, these one and done kind of issues, especially when they get into some of the nitty gritty stuff without trying to solve any of the nitty gritty problems, I think are really interesting and fascinating. And Greg Morrison does good work in that area in general.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And that's going to be it for this episode. Yeah. We're starting a, a brand new multi issue arc. It's yeah. Be Phantom
0: X. Phantom X. Uh, Phantom not, X, baby. Not Phantom X, but no. Phantom X. Phantom X,
1: he's back, baby. Uh, so we're g- we're gonna be introducing him. Thank you for sticking with us. If you yes. like the show, uh the best things you can do are go to patreon.com dot slash tv support the entire network, join us on the Slack, chat about comics with us, uh, and leave us ratings and reviews on Apple Podcast. Uh, those Absol- are both great things.
0: Absolutely, and thank you to everyone who has done that. Um, we've gotten a, t- a bunch of good reviews in lately, and it just feels really great that people are with us on the format change. So we re- really, yep. really appreciate that um we'll be back in a couple of weeks with that new arc until then uh, umbasa umbasa